He was a refugee. He's been through a war. He went through the whole thing with Ukraine, co-founded Temple Monster, grew it to 25 million bucks in revenue in 2013, sold it for 100 million bucks to a private equity firm. 45 million of that was cash up front. The rest he's working right now through an earnout. While he's doing that, though, he launched another company called Weblium, which is essentially subsidizing the creation of websites for folks and then upselling a $10 per month charge in terms of a SaaS model. So they've now got about 3,250 people paying $10 a month for their this service. Super the healthy lifetime values right now with their podcast. team. Of Where over 50 people based in their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was 160 million dollars, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is David Braun. He was born in the USSR, got a war, was in a, a war there, was a refugee, moved to Ukraine, and then co-founded TemplateMonster.com. He then grew that to $100 million, a $100 million company and then sold it out to a private equity firm. Since then, he started a company called Weblium to build a McDonald's in the web design industry. He's married with four kids, two wives, three dogs, five homes, 10,700 phone book contacts, 100 conferences a year, military business, and doing and having a lot of fun. When the war started in Ukraine, he founded the largest crowdfunding platform, peoplesproject.com, to help wounded soldiers become, became an advisor to the Ministry of Defense and a civil activist. David, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, sure. All Let's right. Do it. So wh- how do you manage two wives in Ukraine, four kids, and all this other stuff you're doing? <laughs> that, that's a good question. Well, basically, you know, like uh, when you get a divorce, most of the people they get mad at each of, uh, you know, each of them. And then they, the kids usually suffer. And then when I start, I'm a sales guy, you know, like I'm selling lots of great stuff, you know, like, so I know like what's the mindset is. So I, I, I went to my wife. So they said, there is a grace period. It's like when she's like really mad at you because you, you kind of, you know, like uh, disappointed her. So wait until the grace period ends. Usually it's about six months. Then go and talk about the future. You mean, you mean after you were divorced? Yeah, yeah, after the divorce, you like expiration periods, you know, like it is about six months. And then when you go and say, like, what would be the future? And then usually you're talking about the guarantees. So what I did, the, I, I did a structure, um, uh, 18 years plan. So I put the money in the bank. So like she was super sure that, you know, like I would not leave her without, you know, like without the uh, financial support and so on and the kids. But you and already had, that, right? You already divorced. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, like, so now she's a good friend of my existing wife. They go to to vacation together, you know, like, so it's perfectly sorted out. My friends, they have a joke, say, when you get, when you retire, you're going to work in the United Nations as a peace peacemaker. So you literally pay your ex-wife for 18 years, some amount of money every year to keep her happy, basically? Yeah. And it's like, it's a mix, not to, to her, it goes to her and uh, and my son, you know, like all together. So like they live together, they have real estate. So once the financial question sorted out, so emotions are, you know, like became better. better. Yeah. Yeah. Now is she remarried? 
Yeah, she's she's already, and you know, like I know the guy, like he's a good guy. So now it's everything is. So I'm happy now. Okay, that's good. All right, take me back to your first. It sounds like your first big win, TemplateMonster.com. So so it sounds like you were a refugee. I mean, how soon did you launch that company after you were a refugee and moved to Ukraine? Yeah, it was uh, 16 years ago. Like I was a first uh, degree student in the university. I met a guy from New York, and we we kind of like. Uh, got together well and uh, he offered me to to launch the digital agency like web design agency and so we i, I was like an outsourcing division you know like because uh labor costs in ukraine are were much lower you know like than in the u.s and then you know like we when we started web design we kind of didn't like it because like there was a lot of uh, back and forth communications and lots of you know uh, corrections and revisions and then you know like i found my um most productive designer, he was really fast. He was using some sort of elements, you know, like to complete uh, the websites. And I, I asked him like, what are you doing? What, what do you use it? He said like, this is my template. And I tried to Google it, not Google, Google was non-existing back then, you know, like it was Yahoo. So I, I searched for it and I, I found that there were no templates for web designers. So like we asked him to create 31st templates, we published online. And within first couple of months, we took, we got like $70,000 in sales. And after two years, we got like $1 million in sales. Then I created the affiliate program. We got like $10 million in sales. Like it was growing and booming. We basically created web templates industry. So, and what year was this? It was 2002. Okay. So, and, and when did you sell it? What year? Uh, 2013, because okay. like we got a revolution in Ukraine. It was uncertainty, you know. Like, I, and my my senior partner, he became he got a cancer, so I had to uh, be with him in Israel and in the U.S. So I decided to sell the company. Okay, and in 2013, how much revenue did the company do? Uh, I was 25 mil a year. Okay, and were your margins crap because you were paying affiliates a huge chunk, or no? No, no, no. We was like super profitable. It was 70% margin. To the bottom line or gross? Yes. Yeah. Bottom line. Net. Okay. Interesting. So what'd you sell it for? hundred mil. Okay. So you sold it for hundred million. So 25, yeah. so basically four X top line revenue, but it sounds like there yeah. was cash flow to work with as well. Exactly. Okay. And were you the sole founder or did you have co-founders there? You had, I know you had one. Did you have any others? No, I, I had another one. He, he's like, uh, so like there was like a private deal, like a private equity, like a family, a family office. So they wanted just cash. So we, our, the condition was as long as we uh, continue delivering uh, the forecasts in sales, we could do whatever we want. We just, uh, so they do not interrupt into operation. So I have a contract until 2021. Uh, and then, you know, like the contract expires, I stay in the board and I go. So you're still day. working full time then in this, in the business, right? Uh, kind of, okay. kind of, cause I have operational director. So I usually like supervise him. I see. I see. Okay. And what component of the hundred million was cash up front? A cash up front was about 45. 45 okay. Mil. So the rest is kind of your executing the sales plans and essentially exactly. an earn out structure. Exactly. Okay. Got it. So, I mean, if you have three co-founders, there's 45 million cash in front. Fair to say, you know, you're taking home 10 to 20 million there. You're using that to reinvest something like that. Exactly. So that's why I started Weblium. Also, you know, like I had a non-compete agreement. So like I talked to uh, the buyer because like it slightly uh, competes with uh, Template Monster. But, you know, like, and then we've got a strategic agreement that we would use actually Template Monster as a lead generation channel. And we do like uh, revenue share with, uh, with, uh, with private equity. So what is Weblium? Is it a SaaS company or is it an agency? Yeah, it's actually a SaaS company. 
but uh, it works as an agency. Like, you know, like the problem with during Template Monster times, we created over 1.5 million websites for customers as an agency, basically. And the biggest problem is, you know, like we use so many platforms like uh, WordPress, Joomla, Magento, I, you name it. And the problem was once you create the website and you, you, you sell it to the customer, after one or two years, you know, a new version of WordPress comes in, you have to patch it, you have to update and do a lot of stuff. And people... At the end of the day, like after three years, you visit the web perfect website that you delivered three years ago. Nowadays, it looks abandoned. Yep. You know, like it's a homeless. So I started to think about maybe we create a website builder. But you know, like Wix, Squarespace, Weebly, everyone is on the scene right now. If your clients, people do not want to do it in do-it-yourself mode because uh, the websites at the end are crap. You know, when you take a look. You see that, you know, like those websites are crappy, really. Uh, unless so, you are. Website- so, David, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But so tell me, are, are people what are people paying you per month on average, would you say? They actually pay me subscription uh, $10 a month. Okay. So they paid it for a year. So it's $120 a year. And why would they keep paying you after they get the website launched? Because uh, we have a, a all-inclusive platform. It's it's hosted with Google Cloud. It has SSL certificates. We give you access to uh, to the editor where you can update and manage your content. So basically, you don't work. And if you don't, if you are too lazy, most of our clients are lazy. You can buy webmaster hours just inside the control panel. So people usually buy ten hours. It's enough for a year. Hundred dollars we charge you, and you get ten hours. You. We, we have a slogan called, there is a guy for that. So you need to, pre- to put a press release on the website, you send him an email, and there is a guy for that. So he publishes the press release for you. All of us in the software world also have subscriptions to a thousand different software platforms, and it can be challenging to figure out which ones you should invest your time and energy in versus ones ones you should ignore. So, I mean, I had this problem. We're scheduling hundreds, actually thousands of B2B SaaS CEOs for this podcast, and I needed a good tool to manage all the scheduling. So I went to Captera and essentially looked at who ranked highest, who had the best reviews, and narrowed it down to essentially book a fee, a pointlet, and acuity scheduling. I now use a combination of these three tools tools to do efficient appointment scheduling. Now, what Captera has built is extremely impressive. I don't know if you guys know this, 700,000 reviews of products from real software users help you discover everything and really make an informed decision. They cover over 700 specific categories of software from project management, which we have a lot of these CEOs on the show, TML marketing to yoga studio management software. They really do cover a ton. So, If you want to get started on Captera today to find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business, and quite frankly, save time and energy on all your software expenses, we all spend a lot on it, visit nathanlacka.com forward slash Captera. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A to get started today. Totally free. It sounds like this is almost like human powered software though. Most pure play software companies where there's no human kind of touch involved are having, they have like 86% gross margins. Do you have margins that high or, or no, they're a little lower? Uh, you know, like it depends on the volume. Currently it's, we still subsidize the business, but from what I see right now, we get a small studio with six people creates already 400 websites a month. Okay. So my so my goal is to have a lot of franchise studios all over the world 
We power everyone under the same platform. So for the customer, it looks like a digital agency. So because they love this way, but on the back end, it works as a platform which powers all of those. That's why we can keep the uh, cost for creation website very low. Okay, and how many customers are you at today? So right now we have 3,250 something customers and we are growing right now about 600 customers a month. And what, how much revenue are you doing monthly right now? Uh, actually, I'm not calculating it monthly. Funny, uh, I have like 425,000 uh, uh, yearly revenue. Cause like it's, it's growing like crazy months over months. It's about 250% growth. Yeah. So just to be clear, if you have 3,250 customers at about a $10 price point, that's 32,500 per month annualized. It's about 400 grand in ARR. Is that right? Right. Right. Exactly. And where was it at a year ago? A year ago, it was non-existing. I was developing the platform. Okay. So we launched it about uh, seven months ago. Great. It was just, so launched in 2018 then, or well, late, late yeah. 2017. Yeah, exactly. Okay, very good. And uh, walk me through customer acquisition costs. What are you spending to acquire customers? Yeah, that's a, a, a tough question. You know, like the, if you do it a, a straightforward way, like Google, through Google AdWords or Facebook ads, it is about $150. Okay. But I was smart enough because like uh, I, I understood that I could not com- compete with Wix, which is spending like $10 million a month, right? Yep. So I, I started to do like a, a strategic uh, partnership with banks because banks keep uh, records of the businesses. So I go to the bank and say, you know, like we, uh, ch- we can make a website for the customer, it costs uh, $400 as a setup. But what you could do, you could subsidize it instead of the customer and build the loyalty for the customer. So the banks pay us, we do the website for customers, customers get digital, you know, like new look in the um, digital world and it works. So I already signed up uh, five most, uh, the biggest banks in the Ukraine. We work with two banks uh, uh, in Austria right now. One big banking group, which is covering 26 countries is right now, like we are signing up the contract. Okay, very good. actually, uh, Actually, we do not spend any penny on the ads right now. Well, you just said when you do spend though, it's about $100 CAC, is that right? Yes, exactly. Okay, so and how much are you? 150. And how much are you spending per month total, would you say? Direct paid. Ah, we don't spend it, you know. Like, so how do you know that? So how do you know the CAC is one hundred and fifty if you have no sample size? Just ah, like you no, know, no, no. I tried it first month. You know, I tried it to kind of identify oh, and see. like, yeah. I see. It, it was a pilot, so I don't think that it's uh, the the business model is really uh, too much profitable. You know, like if you spend it uh, in direct way. So how are you getting? Like, how are you getting new customers? And you said you're adding six hundred customers a month. Where are you getting them from if it's not direct paid? From the banks. From the banks. Is you're not like paying the banks a kickback. No, no, I don't pay the... Why would they work with you? They pay me. They pay me. Why? Why would they do that? Uh, negotiation skills. Yeah, but why, why wouldn't they make you pay them for leads? Why don't you pay them a cut of the $400 per website that they drive you? Because, because, the, bank, because the bank needs uh, to compete with other banks right now. And the, ba- the banking industry is so much uh, unified, so there is no diversification point. They all try to kind of become a universities for businesses. They try to uh, you know, educate the business. They try to bring some extra value and so on. So if so I walk I into like in, a bank in Ukraine, I'm going to see at the teller, hey, sign up with us and you also get a website created with Weblium. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, 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 wor- I work with HSBC right now, so you probably will see it, you know, like very soon. And the second, uh, the, the second channel for us is uh, different incubators and accelerator programs. They work a lot with the new businesses. The new businesses need, um, and we pay, uh, we pay them commissions because new businesses need uh, uh, website presence. You know, this is the only way they can uh, look solid in the internet, you know, when they start. 
We also work with uh, company registrars. We signed up the deal with the, one of the largest company registrars in the U.S., you know, incorporation services. And again, what, so why, when you why are they, the company, yeah, so why are they, you must be paying them, I mean, or, or tell me the leverage you have on them. Why would they, why would they give you this data for free? Because uh, this way they increase uh, the uh, value of their offer. So you're offer. not paying them anything. No, no. I subsidize, I subsidize website creation on behalf of them. So basically it looks like they are paying for the customer. Got you it. Know? For example, let's, let's take yourself. Like you have a catlatka.com, right? And then you come, you, you reach out to your customers and say like, I, I signed up a partnership agreement with Weblium and where we would pay, we would cover the site creation costs for all of our subscribers and you only pay for the subscription. Why would I do that though? I would never, I, there's no value in me doing that with my base. I'd pay 400 bucks per website. I'd lose money on that. I make nothing. Why? Why you don't make that? You, you don't lose anything first. Second, you bring the value to your customers. No, no, and I do third, lose something because I have to pay you 400 bucks per website bill. No, 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 you don't pay me. Actually, I subsidize it for you. But uh, for your customers, it looks like you're paying for them. Oh, I see. And then you're making money by converting the website folks into $10 a month subscriptions. Exactly. So LTV is around five to six years. So we basically return after investing into site creation, we're getting back uh, 600 to 700 bucks. Got it. So LTV is called 700 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's churn today? No churn for now, but it's like too little. I think that there will be some churn, but we don't have churn yet. So, so you haven't lost, you have 3,250 customers paying 10 bucks yeah. a month and last in the past yeah. 12 and for the past 30 days, you've lost none of those customers. Yes, exactly. I don't believe that. Yeah. I, I can show you like after we finish the show, I can send you the BI report. Yeah. But these it's customers go out of business. I mean, small businesses, one out of t- nine out of 10 go out of business. So like, it's not even your yeah, fault. They prepare, for, they prepare for a year. So that is why we don't have any all of those 3,200 customers, they paid for a year in advance. Oh, got it. So you haven't had, the, none of them have come up for a renewal yet. Exactly, exactly. Okay, got it. Has anyone said, hey, I want a refund or hey, don't renew no. me? No, because we have a money back guarantee. It was in 30 days. So like, if you don't like it, we just return it back. No questions asked. Okay, well, that, I mean, that's another way of asking for a refund, right? So how many times has that happened? Uh, less than 0.5%, something like two or three cases a month. Okay. Got it. So we'll call it kind of 0.5%, something like that. Um, very good. Uh, are you bootstrapped or have you raised capital? Yeah. Bootstrapped. Totally bootstrapped. Now, are you getting funding for, is the parent company feeding the private equity firm feeding money into this thing? No, 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 no. Like I, I do it with my, um, with my partner all together with our, our own money. Got it. Very good. And what about the team? How big are you guys today? Uh, right now it's about 51 people. Uh, most of them are engineers. We have five people in the sales team, like two marketers. Uh, it's uh, relatively small, but you know, like for a startup, which is subsidized, it's probably big. I don't know, like 51 person right now. And where are you guys all based? Uh, all based in Kiev, Ukraine. Kiev. Okay, good. So I was going to ask you, you have 51 people. You're only making 32 grand a month. How the hell are you paying 51 people with that revenue? And it's because I guess talent is cheap there. It's not that cheap because, like, I, I recruit like one of the best people over here. So we still uh, we still not profitable. We need uh, our burn rate is about eighty five thousand dollars right now. I was gonna say yeah because if you only use the thirty two grand you're making in revenue per month, you'd be paying an average salary of six hundred thirty bucks yeah. a month. Yeah. Yeah. So you're putting your own, and the way you're subsidizing is you're putting in your own money. Yeah. Exactly. From the sale to Template Monster earlier on. Got it. Got it. Okay. Very good. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one. What's your favorite business book? My favorite business book is Robert Cialdini. Um, Seven Habits? Yeah, exactly. 
Oh no 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 not, not the Seven Habits one. Uh, oh, I forgot it. Influence. Invisible, invisible power or something. Invisible uh, power. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yeah, Reed Hassing from Netflix. I really like love his uh, corporate culture stuff. You know, I, I, I try to build similar one. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business besides your own? Huh, uh, good question. Gmail, probably Gmail. I'm spending most of my time there. And number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Um, not less than nine hours. Usually I try to do it 10. Okay, good. And what's your situation? Mar- well, I, I think you're, you said you're married now. You have two previous kids. How many kids total? A uh, total four kids right now. I, I think I'll, I have a pose until I get profitable. <laughs> okay, good. And, and how old are you? Yeah, I'm 80, uh, 39. 39. 39. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Huh, uh, actually, I think that I did, I had so many crises, you know, like in my life. So I said, like, just look forward and do not afraid anything that happens to you. Guys, look forward. Don't be afraid from David. He was a refugee. He's been through a war. He went through the whole thing with Ukraine, co-founded Temple Monster Group to 25 million bucks in revenue in 2013, sold it for 100 million bucks to a private equity firm. 45 million of that was cash up front. The rest he's working right now through an earnout. While he's doing that though, he launched another company called Weblium, which is essentially subsidizing the creation of websites for folks and then upselling a $10 per month charge in terms of a SaaS model. So they've now got about 3,250 people paying $10 a month for their service, super healthy lifetime values right now with our team of over 50 people based in Kiev. All right, David, thank you so much for taking us to the top.